With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Beyond the Megaphone is a production of iHeartRadio and the College Athletes Network. Hey everybody, this is Nathan. And Cassidy. You're listening to Beyond the Megaphone on the College Athletes Network. Please subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss a new episode. This can easily be done via the iHeartRadio app. Also, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at rnathanparis. And you can find me on Instagram at Cassidy with a double Y, Cerny. All right. Hey, welcome to Beyond the Megaphone. Uh, for everyone listening, this has been about five months in the making. Um, if you're listening to this, it's pretty much because something really crazy happened in March, and we're going to tell you about that. Um, we want to, before we get into it, we want to say just how thankful we are um, for everybody's support ever since the uh, the crazy March Madness, one shining moment happened. Um, it's been so overwhelming, but so positive at the same time. Uh, and we can't thank each and every one of you guys enough um, for all the support thus far. And we have so much to tell you guys about cheer and about that. And we're so excited to tell you. Um, so let's get into it. Why don't you tell everybody about who the Casty Cerny is? Okay. Um, all right. Well, starting off with my crazy live so crazy um i was a gymnast for a little bit and then i just fell out of love with gymnastics and wanted something new i did all-star for like my eighth and my eighth grade year and my freshman year my sophomore year i quit i was just it wasn't the environment i wanted to be in my sophomore year i just did high school cheer um but then my junior year i joined the same all-star gym again um and I had a whole entire new team than the team I did before. I was the oldest on my team. I had 12-year-olds on my team. I had, 
you know, 13, 14, 15. I was 16 turning 17 at the time. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it was a wide range of kids. I was, like, oldest cheerleader at my gym for, like, that remainder of time. Um, until you left? Yeah. Wow. Until I left, yeah. Wow. Um, and it was it was a big adjustment because, you know, you're surrounded by these kids who are so much younger than you and you have, like, all these goals that you want for your team but it was a great opportunity for me to take a spot as a leadership on that team um and my first year I came back my junior year my team consisted of 11 athletes and going into a competition with 11 athletes on the mat it's uh really intense because it's hard to make yourself look showy when you don't have as many athletes but that first competition I knew that team was going to be absolutely insane um every person on that team just has such a big heart for cheer and wanted cheer as much as I did and mm -hmm. all had goals for you know what they wanted to do in their season how they wanted to end their season and just everyone was super driven and I think that that year sparked my love for cheer more and made me want to cheer in college even more mm. and all those girls still to this day are like people who i am inspired by i'm inspired right. by like a 13 year old <laughs> so weird but um yeah that was a great year and i had that same team my senior year senior year got cut short and i was unable to finish with that team but um i tried out for iu college cheer made the co-ed team i spent two years there and now i'm on all girl I'm studying clinical psychological sciences. I don't know what that means or what I'm going to do with it. I, As of today, it'll change tomorrow probably, <laughs> but as of today, I either want to be a professor or I want to be a clinical psychologist. Well. Yeah. I don't know. She's smart, smart. That's awesome. Thanks. Uh, so that's you? Okay. Yeah. Well, a little bit about me. Um, I found cheer much differently than I would say the average cheerleader finds cheer, but maybe not the average male cheerleader. Um, from what I've found at my time during cheer, especially in the Midwest regions and, you know, especially at IU, cheer is something that starts for males in college. You know, we mm -hmm. d it's not a lot of people in high school, middle school, and, you know, primary school who do all-star, who do school. Um, it's much more common for those to be mainly uh, females and so so it's been really fun uh, growing up I was doing all types of sports I did baseball basketball a little bit of track tennis um, cross country that was awful uh, don't miss that at all um, and I just kind of was trying to keep myself busy um, trying different things my main two were base baseball and basketball um, I also was um, in theater I did theater for seven years um, loved that. That was super fun. Um, and then I also was in the, a lot of the arts, the music. I was in show choir, regular choir, band. I played the alto saxophone. And so I kind of had my hand in a lot of different things. And so when I got to IU, this is an incredibly large school that, you know, you can't do everything, right? You kind of have your yeah. one thing and that's, that's it. So what I started out doing was band. I, I was in the marching hundred for two years um, and that was awesome. I loved it. I have such great memories from those, uh, you know, best seats in the house most of the time for all games, that is true. uh, was so fun. 
um, getting to perform again. I missed that feeling of performing. Um, and so as my second year went on in the band, we perform with the cheer team, the dance team, the band and the cheer team all are kind of the spirit squad. And so what I started noticing was how much fun the cheerleaders were having and how much fun cheer looked. And I, I vividly remember this one guy, uh, during one of the football games threw this girl right over his head all the way to the top toss extension. And after he was done catching, he looked right back down and started talking to somebody on the ground. Like it was nothing. And I was like, this is insane. I need to learn how to do that. Uh, like it just seems so, um, crazy to me that you could do that. And so I reached out our head coach, Julie, I reached out to her, um, at the beginning of 2020, um, let her know my interest. She was so awesome about it. Um, she got me into a practice, got me in contact with some of the teammates or the team members at the time and just started practicing, trying to figure it out. And then COVID hit. So I tried out online and it worked out. Um, that might've been why it worked out because we tried out online. Um, but, um, but it's been fun and it's, it's been an amazing ride. Um, yeah, I'm, I just graduated uh, got a degree in finance and information systems. Um, going to grad school now. We got one more year here, one last ride, and it's going to be great. So what I loved about um, cheer once we first started, like that, let's go back to that first year during yeah. COVID, okay? The COVID year, we couldn't regularly practice. We mm -mm. weren't at games. Neither was anyone else. So we were on the team, but we couldn't do anything that the team would do. <laughs> so. So it was weird, right? Yes. Um, so we had to figure out ways to, one, figure out how to cheer. I'm talking about <laughs> me specifically. Um, I joined this thing, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So we would meet up um, outside because it was it was safe to do so outside, and we would just try and stun. It's over and over and over again. A lot of the Yeah, a lot of the new people. Um, but I think that's how we got so close. Oh, especially 100%. our group the the ones that would go every day i mean we ended up just becoming best friends Eat, sleep, immediately breathe, stunt outside yeah i mean i'd wake up i go to my online classes and my entire day just consisted of when i'm gonna go stunt when yeah. is that gonna happen right and then we'd get there it'd be like early afternoon we wouldn't leave until the street lights came off literally <laughs> sun is set yeah. like it should not be out there anymore everyone's asleep yeah and my fresh to cheer shoulders definitely could not handle that. <laughs> um, but that was okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just been awesome. I, it was, it was super intimidating for me because I was coming from a whole different world into the athletics world. Mm -hmm. I remember, let's do first impressions. Okay. okay. So I show up, I thought you were like a junior. Okay. I thought we were the same age hmm. because when I showed up to the first stunting session, you were like already doing all the crazy stuff. Like, Everything was already figured out on your end. Yeah. And you were stunned with Ethan, who was Coach who, Ethan. Yeah, so fro, from who I know is like the best on our team, um, you know. And so I was like, oh, well, they're returners. They're doing their own thing. I'll hang out with the, 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 newbies, the, the, the rookies, rookies and we'll just do that. And then we finally met each other and you're like, yeah, I'm a freshman. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm literally 18. <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. okay, my bad. Um no, my first impression of Cass was um, she's really nice, but she definitely knows what she's doing. So don't slow her down. That was that was my don't like. Don't slow me down. That was my wow. impression. I was like, oh, man, she's going to have to be really patient with me. But what about you? 
Um, my first impression of you was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been like had someone so close to my life. Now, at least at the time, we weren't that close. Yeah. But like meeting you originally, you had just so much energy from the start. And I have always been such a very like one. I'm introverted. Yeah. Two. I'm just like quiet for most of my days. And three, you were the guy with the speaker. <laughs> so you had your your EDM on just getting ready to go. And I was so like sensory overload for like a couple days <laughs> and then i like figured it out and i was like okay i actually have a lot of pent-up energy too this is perfect that's the thing yeah <laughs> it's so funny no dude i didn't i did not used to be like i've never had like a group of friends where i could be so energetic all the time and literally be like on one all the time really until like this friend group this wow. team honestly so yeah i mean after covid basically we were just like, let's just stunt and stunt and stunt, practice and practice, practice. Are we ever going to get to the field? Fast forward 18 months from joining the team, and we're getting ready for our first game day. Yeah. I was terrified. Okay? I was too. I I mean, like, I've never been more um, insecure, not confident, nervous in, in my life, right? Because mm -hmm. you got to think, like, this is my first time ever putting this on in a professional level. Not professional, but like performing this and it's not just practice right yeah so that was that was really overwhelming for me but at the same time i've never been more excited for a performance in my life right you know i'm i'll be the first to tell you i definitely teared up and got emotional before the first game really oh yeah i thought yeah. i was gonna cry but like in a bad way oh no th this was, this was <laughs> like good tears like the like the second we stepped out it was a versus idaho a night game the lights are on Student section is packed from the crazy season we yeah. had during 2020. Um, I mean, it's filled to the brim already pregame. That's unheard of at, at IU football. All right, so I just look up, and I just lose it. No one really noticed it because I was hanging out with Matias. Uh -huh. and, but I was like, Matias can see me cry, and that's fine because yeah. he's emotional like me. Right. But I was like, I can't show everybody that I just get emotional before we even did anything. Oh, um, my gosh. So, yeah, it was – I mean – after that, I was like, "All right, we gotta, we gotta, do, we got stuff to do." <laughs> we right? actually gotta go now. Mallory looked at me. She's like, "You ready to go?" And I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Sorry." Um, but yeah, after that, off to the races, and we never looked back. That first season was so amazing. Huge shout out to Mallory for the whole season. I mean, she was like my rock during all of it. Mm -hmm. When I was like, "I don't know what I'm doing," she'd be like, "Okay, let's slow it down. Yeah, let's figure it out. Here's what you're gonna do." I was like, "Okay, cool." Um, so she was amazing, um, start to finish. Um, couldn't have asked for a better first year with somebody. Uh, and we were together the whole year. Yeah. And it was it was just awesome. I, I I replay all of our moments during the first season and I was just like, this was literally perfect, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Football season was good. Football season was really good. I had Ethan, which is now our coach, as my stunt partner. Um, which he obviously he's coached now, he's great. Uh helped me a lot through football season. He was my stunt partner for a little bit of basketball season, and then I got Cam. Oh, Cam. Cam. Cam, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> he was amazing. He had never been in this type of atmosphere before, so that was a little bit of a, like, rocky start, but he did great. My most iconic from, like, regular season's Purdue game. Oh, yeah. That game was insane. I was with 
Ethan at that game and I was underneath the basket, which was like a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And it was like the most intense game ever to watch and to like have that type of seat at that game, just be like in it the whole time. There's cameras everywhere. There's people everywhere. Literally the first to rush the court. That yeah. was intense, but it was so fun. Yeah, I was back sweat everywhere <laughs> in that uniform. <laughs> My legs hurt after that game from like jumping yeah. up and down. It was amazing. Full of joy. It was amazing. I love that game. That game was um that was literally iconic. That was a yeah. piece of history. We were was, there. Yeah, it was almost as cool as what happened in March. That is true. So Comparable. when we come back, we'll take you through um our crazy one shining moment. Um start to finish, the full story. Um Everything that you want to know and need to know, um, you may have heard it or may have read about it somewhere, uh, maybe on Instagram or, or Bleacher Report or maybe Sports Center. This is from the source. But uh, we'll, we'll take you through everything start to finish. So um, this is Beyond the Megaphone. I'm Nathan. And I'm Cassidy. And this is the College Athletes Network. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast to start listening. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Welcome back to Beyond the Megaphone on the College Athletes Network. I'm Nathan. And I'm Cassidy. Subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss another episode. Okay. The moment. The, the moment. one shining moment. Um, the stunt heard around the world. Let's get into it. Okay. So where does the story start? We could start it at the night, but I think there's more to that story. Yeah. Let's start in Dayton. Okay. Okay. So to give context, this is the first time I had ever been in the tournament um, for like the past five years, four or five years since we'd been in the NCAA tournament. Um, and so it was a big deal. We were excited to go. Um, and so we land in the play-in game during the selection Sunday. So we go to Dayton. Uh, this game is packed. We're playing Wyoming. We know nothing about this team. Um, but they're talking some smack. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. Like they, they definitely came in thinking they were going to win by like yeah. a lot. They didn't think they, it was going to be close. They kind of made me a little nervy. Yeah. No, yeah. And the yeah, the game was pretty close. It was pretty close. Um, but we won, so. So we won. And it don't matter. But um, so we go through that game. Um, the game starts at like 9 because we're the second game, of course. And doesn't get out to like 1130 at night. So here's what's crazy. After that, we don't get – we don't go home and take a, a night and then get up and go to Portland. No, 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 no. We – get on a plane, and go straight to the airport from the game and fly out to Portland overnight. Yeah. I remember that game. The game ended. We're literally sprinting out of there to get to the airport because we had, you know, we had to get there on time or else the plane would leave, right? No, wrong. Um, We waited at a charter airport for, like, Two what? hours. Two hours. The first two hours, yeah. The first two hours, we're on a plane. They're not moving. Nobody knows why. Find out that there's too much luggage on the plane. Don't know what to do about it. So we're just sitting there waiting to see if they're going to figure something out. It was hot. It was so hot. <laughs> I was sitting next to JP, and then the aisle next to me was Matias, Jonah, and Andre. I'm surrounded by... I wasn't by you guys. You, no. you were I was like, up by the basketball team, so I was okay. I was like, this is awesome. I'm talking to Dane Fife and some of the other players. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, we can stay here all night. That's fine. I would not stay there all night. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to sleep. Yeah. But that two hours later passed, and we're still waiting. And then they're like, okay, never mind. We're moving to another plane. So we moved to another plane, get on the plane. We wait for like another, another hour, two hours. No, two hours. Yeah. Two hours. Because it was too heavy again. That yes. was the thing. It was the it's same exact heavy. plane. So I don't really know what the whole switching thing was, but it's okay. I have no clue. But then they just decided, okay, well, cheer and band, because it was basketball, cheer, and band all on the same plane. And they decided to leave our luggage behind because it was the heaviest, and they were going to send it at a later day. So we didn't leave Dayton until like 3. 4.30. Four, oh. 4.30 um, Indiana time. And so that was like um, 1.30 a.m. Portland mm-hmm. time because we're going out to Portland. So then we finally get into the air. It's a five and a half hour flight. So we don't really get to our hotel at, I think it was 7.30 yeah. Portland time, which yeah. was 10.30 our time. And we hadn't really slept. Uh-huh. I think I slept two hours on the on the plane. Um, and so we get there. We're all tired, but like, it's fine. Whatever. It's spring break. We're out. We're hanging out. Um we're like, we can sleep later. It's fine. Yeah. I slept when we got there. Some of them did not. No. Um, they out. They Coffee. went out and, yeah, they just needed some caffeine. So we get there. We're hanging out. 
Portland's great. It's a really fun time with our team and everything like that. Um, fast forward to game day. Yes. Yeah? We get up. We're ready to roll. Um, we're excited. I mean, social media is going crazy for IU. Like we said, this is a big deal. Um, we get there. Um, we get situated. We get into our warm-up area, and we get on the court. And um, we're playing in Portland, so we're in the Trailblazers Stadium. Um, and so as we are getting ready and getting situated, Andy Katz um, comes up, the uh, reporter. And uh, I don't I don't think I actually told you this until now, but before that game started, me and Mallory went up to him and was like, hey, if you need any like extra content during the game, let us know. We'd be happy to do an interview. I'm so mad I didn't know about that. <laughs> So I'm like, really so mad. So I kind of <laughs> predicted our own future, but it is what it is. Um, so we get there, and it's it's totally fine. Um, Mom and Dad, of course, are like the first 20 people, some of the first 20 people in the whole stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going crazy. It's just awesome. Game starts. It's not going great for the Hoosiers. It's okay. It's fine. It's not going great. Still too um, on. Exactly. And so – First half comes and goes, and then right after halftime, we're into it, and Trace puts up this shot, and the ball's not coming back. Hmm. Ball's stuck. What to do? They go through the mop. They try and get a stool. The poor ref, who's like 5'8", tries to stand on a chair. That's not going to work. They don't let the player stand on the chair. That would have probably actually gotten the ball off. That would have been tall enough, but it's a liability thing. They can't stand on a chair. So then what happened? They, I remember the St. Mary's player looked over at us. We're like all intensely watching what's going on. And St. Mary's players looks over at us and motion to throw up a stunt, basically. I saw that and just shot up and was like, someone put me up. Someone put me up. Our coach and Ethan are like, we need the tallest guy if we're going to actually do this. So we don't look dumb and can't get the ball down. Could you imagine if we wouldn't have been tall enough? Oh, my gosh. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. So Nathan's tallest on our team um, stands up and we literally built our stunt right where we were and walked over. Because I was nervous. I was like, I was like, okay, I can go. And so I wasn't thinking like we should go to where the ball is. I was, I was just like, let's just put the stunt up and then they'll know we're doing something. Yeah. Um, and so we put the stunt up and now we're seven feet away. And I was like, well, hmm. didn't really think this through. Probably should have done this at the ball. So. Again, our adrenaline's hyped up. I've never really walked with a stunt until then. I, d- I literally... Not at hands. No thoughts know? in my brain. I had no clue like, oh, yeah, no. what was going Everything, on. I was blacked out at yeah. the time. Yeah. And so we put the stunt up. I walked like 7 to 10 feet with her in hands, not at like his shoulders or anything like that. Um, and then I press her to extension, um, grabs the ball, gets it down. What were you thinking when you... Like, when you touched the ball at the top of the backboard, what were you like? Um, it was it was cool hearing like people make a big deal out of it because it's just something that you know we knew we could have done easily. Yeah. But everyone was going nuts just because the buildup to get the ball down was so intense, yeah. and nothing was working until we stepped in. Um, I don't really remember anything that I was thinking. The only thing I remember vividly after that was I came down through the ball, got a high five from Xavier Johnson, no big <laughs> deal or anything. That was probably the best part for you. That was the best part for me. <laughs> I don't care about the interviews on my NIL. Got to Xavier say hey to Johnson X. gave me a hay f- a hay five. 
Xavier Johnson gave me a high five, so well, there it is. That's the end of the story. Just yeah, kidding. so we bring the stunt down. Everything's cool. Crowd's going crazy. I we kind of thought it was just like a moment for the stadium, right? We were on the jumbotron, got our five seconds of fame. Oh, that was crazy, you know. We might have a there might oh, be a yeah. tweet or something like that, right. or I think maybe my mom got a video because <laughs> you know, like that's the the most <laughs> is what I was thinking, right? right? So then we get back down. Like that was really fun. That was that was uh, cool to see the teams laughing because we're like, I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. And then I get a tap on the shoulder. And it's the same guy, Andy <laughs> Katz, right behind me said, hey, um, Nathan, right? And I was like, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, he was like, hey, where's uh, where's your stunt partner who, who you just lifted up? And I was like, she right here. And so um, he grabs us and asked, and did a full interview First mid-game. Interview the game the is literally going on 15 feet away from us. And we're giving this interview about what just happened. And I was like, hmm, maybe this wasn't just – a little moment for the stadium. I'm pretty sure this was televised on national TV. Yeah. And so <laughs> the whole second, the second half, we had two more interviews um, in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, one during the second half, one right after. And then we got on our phones. Oh boy. And it was just That like was a lot. The floodgates were open. I, I mean, that, I've, I've I thought my seen, phone was going to break. Yeah. I've never seen so many notifications. No. Um, yeah, it's it was just crazy. Yeah, so, was, you know, then so even even still, we get through all that. We get I get all of my notifications looked at, all this crazy stuff. We go back to the hotel. We're like, wow, that was crazy. We just got on t- TV for a couple of seconds. That's crazy. And then, so that's what I just thought it, that was it, right? We thought it was just that day. Then we got our first phone call for an interview from Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They were like, hey, could you be, um, we'd like to have you on your show tomorrow. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what what time? They were like, uh, how does 7 a.m. sound? We were like, well, a little early, but it's worth it. You know, it's Good Morning America. And they're like, great. So we'll see you at 7 a.m. Eastern. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> Hold oh. on a sec. That, hmm. It's hmm. a little bit of an early morning. That's huh? 4 a.m. Portland time. Um, so basically, once again, we didn't really sleep. No. Um, we got up around three to get ready. We had to get game day ready because we we're going to be on, on the TV. And then, I don't know. It was just kind of like a snowball effect. Yeah. I think, well, the Good Morning America one was live. So then, like, everyone, every news channel was like, oh, they were just on Good Morning America. Let me get them on my show. They're, like, DMing me, you, Julie, Megan. Like, everyone just wanting to see if they could get in contact with us and when we thought it was over it just kept going it kept going till we literally had to leave yeah we were heading out because we had lost the game um we were heading out that morning around 8 30 we got up around 3 30 uh we never went back to bed no from 3 30 8 30 we were interview after interview i think we ended up doing 14 interviews uh in a span of two days and it was it's crazy you know for a hands extension Right. Hmm. For one of the easiest skills we do on a on a during a game. It's fine. Still to this day I can't believe it, it happened. But um Yeah it's been awesome. It was a lot, especially when we were like at the arena still letting it all happen. But I remember when we were walking back to go get our phones, Julie was on the phone with Megan and mm-hmm. telling us about how she thinks we can make money off this. Yeah. Like referring to NIL stuff. Um 
And that did happen. She was right. So when we come back, we'll get into the NIL deals that we got, uh, some stories about our experience with the NIL and our shirts, all that fun stuff. We'll see what we got. Um, So you're listening to Beyond the Megaphone. I am Cassidy. And I'm Nathan. And this is the College Athletes Network. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening, MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Beyond the Megaphone on the College Athletes Network. This is Cassidy. And I'm Nathan. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss our show. So, NIL. NIL. Um, Basically, NIL is... So, NIL started, I think, during 2020, um, oddly enough. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's only been around for a couple years. um, And it's NIL stands for Name, Image, and Likeness. Um, and so it's basically a chance for college athletes to make money off of things that they do in their sport. Yep. Um, and so it's not really something that you would think about for cheerleading. It's mainly for basketball and football. 
um, and maybe baseball and some of the SEC programs, maybe some Western Coast programs. But, um, yeah, and so we got to have our uh, a couple experiences with NIL. Um, a couple days after we got um, a couple offers from some representation, uh, we ended up uh, working with Brand U, Brand U Sports. Big shout out to Richie and David. Uh, yes. They've been awesome. Everybody else at, at Brand U has been so uh, helpful, and uh, the opportunities that we've gotten have been just crazy. Um, and so that's been really awesome. Uh, we got some shirts. We've done we've Two done some shirts. shirts. Two shirts, a red one and a white one. Um, they're pretty dope. Not gonna lie. Um, not to plug or anything. Yeah, not to um, not to plug breaking or anything. Breaking tea. If you needed one, you could probably find one. Um, no, but uh, they've been awesome, and uh, I think my favorite thing about NIL has been our whole day of trying to fulfill all of the things required for Sparkling Ice. Yeah. So Sparkling Ice was our first ever NIL deal, um, and we did not do it well. Um, we First off, we forgot when it was due, um, and we're like right during a break. So like campus is empty. Everything is locked. Um, we can't get into the room that we're going to try and film it in. Um, we just needed to make one little video, but we could not find anywhere. So we ended up going outside on our like recreational basketball goals mm. with just kids walking down the street, just looking over and being like, well, this is weird. It was freezing. We're trying to do this 10 second video. Uh, I remember setting up a camera in the crevice of a tree Um so yeah, definitely, dirt. definitely a learning curve oh, with yeah. NIL, um, but like it's fun, you know. And for for cheer and for our moment, it was very short term, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we really were trying to milk the NCAA tournament as much as possible. Yes. So we'll admit that. Yeah. We wanted to. Yeah, I mean that was the whole the whole purpose of the sparkling ice deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, it was just fun. Um. What do you think, what did you think of, like, the whole start to finish NIL, like, contracts, this, that, and the other, like, how do you feel about all of that stuff? Uh, the business side of it, could care less. <laughs> I don't know anything about business. Don't ask me about anything business related. I will literally give you my money if you were trying to convince me to. Like, I'm so bad with the business side of it. The, like principle of it all though is something that i was very very interested in i as like someone who's been around this cheer environment for so long and like seeing how the media looks at cheer yeah this was like the one opportunity that i was involved in that could bring like more light to cheerleaders and you know what like what we can do bring more opportunities to my team hopefully like stuff like that uh promoting our program and iu in general like that that is what I was really interested in, and I didn't care about, you know, the money part of it, really. It was more just the, I'm a cheerleader, and I got an NIL deal. Right. Like, being able to be one of the very few sports outside of football and basketball, which are, you know, what NIL is pretty much targeted for. Yeah. It was a big opportunity and a great way to just get the IU cheer program out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. Crazy, 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 In- crazy. Insane. Um, yeah, I think that's the, the the best thing is like trying to just give cheer a positive voice, mm-hmm. um, put cheer in a positive light. You know, 
there's a lot of stuff that has come out recently about cheer and you know there's there's really kind of two types of cheer yeah um you have like competition and you have game day and what's really awesome about this opportunity is we get to give light to game day cheer yes which often gets overshadowed by Mm -hmm. competition style cheer all-star style cheer um and so and really when you think about this whole podcast like this is a chance for us and this is why we want to do it is to give future athletes a a vision of what college cheer looks Uh, like inside of college cheer, and not just the like competition side of it all i mean like the game day part of college cheer is such an important part and you know as a high school cheerleader i had absolutely no idea about anything college cheerleaded just because it's so hidden about all of that stuff so i think you know this is a great opportunity for us to be able to share what we know so far we're not experts but you know we're experiencing it it as we're talking so yeah the biggest thing for me is we're doing this because we love it right yeah like like this whole cheer has changed my life um 100 i was in a, a really dark spot um during covid and cheer and everybody around 100% 100% brought me out of it. Um, specifically, Maddie, Matias, Jonah, and you, that first year um, we joined, I've never been around more positive people in my life. Um, I've never been surrounded by people who were always building me up quite like you uh, 4 had that first year. Um, and I could go on for hours about every single person on our team, mm-hmm. um, but those are just the people I remember th- that first couple weeks um, really helped me out and really showed me, you know, how amazing life can be in the context of cheer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's kept me around. That's what's kept me here. That's what's getting me to do it during grad school. Right. Um, but uh, it's changed my life. And, and this podcast is, is just a representation of how much we care about cheer, how much we care about our team and our program, and how much we want to share um, what we've learned. Yeah. So couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> we can't wait. <laughs> we we can't wait to share everything that we've learned and everything we've experienced um, over the next uh, several episodes during our our first season. So stick around; you won't regret it. As always, thanks for listening to Beyond the Megaphone on the College Athletes Network. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I'm Nathan, and I'm Cassidy, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Beyond the Megaphone has been a presentation of iHeartRadio and the College Athletes Network. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.